Hey, hey, everybody, it is Tim Gillette. In case you don't know who I am, all right? It's Tim Gillette. The name of the show is The Tim Gillette Show. So we are live today, all right, broadcasting where I actually do this show. I interview the coolest people on the planet. These are people who are doing business changes. They're doing personal changes. They're doing helping people, all right? They're, they're doctors, lawyers, teachers, coaches, and in some cases, they're just downright cool people. Pretty much all of them are downright cool people. Today's guest is Dr. Stephen Ross. And I'm going to tell you guys, I, I know just a little bit to be dangerous about knowing Dr. Stephen Ross. Because let's face it, all right, he reached out to me and he has a great personality. And I'm like, man, I got to interview this guy. So I said, let's do it. And he said, okay. So we're going to find out who Dr. Stephen Ross is today and, and talk with him. You got questions for him? Go ahead and put them in the comments. We'll get him to answer them because he's, he's, He's a doctor. He's a little bit smarter than Tim. All right. That's why I interview him. It makes me look good. So let me bring him up here. Dr. Steven, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Thanks, Tim. How are you? Good, man. Hey, uh, you know, I, I noticed that like, you know, you really are a fun guy, even though you're a doctor. All right. Like, <laughs> was, was that something in doctor school that they tell some of you? Okay. Oh, you can have a sense of humor not. and you can't. Absolutely not. It's just part of my personality, I guess. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, let, well, let me, before we go into what you do now, let's talk a little bit about your education process, what you got you here, because I know you and I were kind of chatting a little bit about being a doctor beforehand. Um, did you know how many years of schooling? All right, and are you medical doctor or are you you know what is the this education behind that? Yeah, good question. Um, so I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Mm -hmm. uh, I retired from that a few years ago and started this new company. That we'll, we're going to be talking about. But uh, yeah, it was pretty extensive, you know, undergraduate and then postgraduate in chiropractic college. And that was another four years of, on top of the undergrad. And then another three years after that, doing some post, uh, um, postdoc uh, um, fellowships and things like that in various areas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, then I got into practice and, you know, the, the rest is history, I guess. So, I mean, yeah, well, now you guys go into practice as a chiropractor, all right? Do you work like in an like in an internship with another chiropractor or something before you go into your own practice? Yes. Or did you work with a whole other line of, of people? No, I, I did an internship uh, my last year of schooling for a year. And then I did an associateship after that and started my own practice. And um, yeah, that was, that was many years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I I think I've seen uh, over my years uh, because I've lived in like seven different states. I have like five different chiropractors uh, myself. So uh, each one of them, I find the path of how they got there is very unique. I I, I had right. one in Pennsylvania that was my ex-wife founder. All right, and she was she's a really unique person because she really personalized her services. You know what I mean? She wasn't fully busy. But like if I had a need, I had pains. I mean, I was a truck driver at the time. I had pains. She was willing to deal with me sure. on Sunday. She met me one time on a Sunday morning before we dressed in her church clothes to help me get through my pain, to get through my Sunday. So I go back to work on Monday. But anyway, um, as I said, every one of them has gone through a different process and how they handle things is different. Right, right. How, how many different ones do you know? And well, you know, the way I, I started off, I, I was involved in a very severe motor vehicle accident that led me to chiropractic that helped me. And that's how I started my practice. But as I continued my practice, I got more interested in 
more the general medicine side of things uh, through what's called functional integrative medicine. And that's really where I started getting more interest in um, where I am today in, in the area of genetics, uh, because functional medicine was just starting off back then. And uh, recently it's become uh, more area of what's called precision medicine. Mm-hmm. And in precision medicine is genetics. I was doing genetic testing years before it became fashionable. Mm-hmm. And that led me to uh, starting the company with my, uh, my two partners, uh, Dr. James Padilla and Charles Clark, uh, that has led us to where we are today. So, you know, again, when I started practicing, I wanted to help everybody out. And then it became a bigger mission to help more people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote a book on functional medicine uh, back a few a few years back on uh, functional diagnostic medicine, and I became more interested in um, you know sending the message around the world mm-hmm. and really doing something for uh, that will change the world as opposed to just changing one person at a time. Mm-hmm. And that's what uh, has gotten me to where I am today is you know making a big impact. Yeah. Um, that can change people's lives. Well, you know, I, I see the big impact. You know, I mean, a lot of doctors now wanting to make the big impact. And I think back to my childhood, and you and I are probably about the same age. And like, I, small town Pennsylvania is where I grew up. You know, mm-hmm. this small town. You know, the doctor. You know, I mean, there was four or five doctors in town, and maybe two or three chiropractics. You know, you had three different dentists you got to choose from, but like they were all small town businesses, like. My dentist now I go to, I think they have in the neighborhoods, like the hygienists have like a, a section of like 20 some odd chairs. You know what I mean? Right. And it's, you know, right. it's like, it's a, it's a factory now as opposed to that hometown feel. Right. And they're all, cause they're trying to make a bigger impact realizing, you know what I mean? I've got this wisdom. I've got this knowledge. How can I put a team together and get a larger result? But now you're talking about going worldwide. All right. And that was with the book and with the online marketing, correct? Right with a book and now with the uh, with the genetics, uh, but you know when I started off, I was I was just the uh, small town chiropractor, mm-hmm. and then I did develop uh, a very large integrative medicine practice uh, in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I was the first one with a integrative medical practice with you know twenty five staff, and you know we were, we were seeing a lot of people, but a lot of different uh, patient types. It wasn't just chiropractic back mm-hmm. then. Okay. So I was interested in the bigger picture a lot longer, uh, you know, quite a ways back as well. Well, and I mean, well, San Diego, and you know, we're doing we're doing this thing now. It's like, yeah, but I mean, that's that's a good thing when I see, you know, what I mean, I want to make a bigger impact, and it's not like you know, so often we hear if we listen to the news, they're telling you about well, all these doctors they just want to get rich, all these lawyers just want to get rich. Right. You really seen a problem out there, and you became rich because you went out and solved the problem. Is that correct? Well, I, I don't know if I, I would say that I got rich. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I hate to use that term rich too. I think rich yeah. is I got money coming through. Wealthy is when I, where I actually do something and I have some money left. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. No, I understand what you're saying. You know, it's, it was really about giving back to the people that have helped me through my life yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, helping individuals that, uh, that maybe can't necessarily, you know, pay for the services, but um, so I was helping, uh, you know, all types of individuals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, uh, my focus, my purpose really was, you know, serving others. Mm-hmm. And that's what our company is based upon is servant leadership. Yeah. It's helping others and, uh, doing what's needed to improve the, the life 
of uh, individuals around us. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, come on, that goes back to, you know, my mentor, Zig Ziglar, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You right. want to get what you want to get what you want. You help others get what they want. And in your case, you're helping people physically and, and, and mentally become, you know, healed. Right. So that they can deal with life. I'm helping them deal with, you know, dude, how do you, how do you make money? <laughs> so it's right. like a right. different healing right. there, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. Um, throughout your years, before you got into what you're doing now, though, how many times did you transition your practices or transition what you oh. were going to do to become what you are now? Tim, it, it's, it's um, you know, I can't even count them all on my fingers uh, because I was constantly transitioning my practice, mm -hmm. um, becoming more of what I felt I wanted to give back mm -hmm. to the people. Yeah. So, you know, starting with chiropractic and then functional medicine and uh, writing the book, uh, I've spoken all over the country. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, trying to find my niche mm -hmm. and, uh, as much of a, as I enjoyed practice, I'm enjoying, um, you know, working in the field of genetics now more than, more than ever, uh, because we are touching a lot of lives and making some really serious impact. So, right. so yeah, it, it's a good question. You know, how many times did I transition a lot? <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I mean, my industry, I mean, I've been in this 11 years at what I do. And like when I started in 2009, yeah. 2010, nowhere near what I do now. But so, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, me transitioning, but you with a, you know, and a team and, a, and, and, and an education that I don't have and how to heal the human body. I, I can imagine the transition because the human body has changed over. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, and a lot has changed since I started. And I'll, I'll, you know, let you know, you're, you're going to get an idea how old I am. I started practicing when I was in 1982. Oh yeah. So I'm, I was, I was, I was, I was still in high school going to Van. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, there's been a lot of change in healthcare since 1982. Yeah. Uh -huh. Exactly. And, you know, trying to stay up on, on the changes and, uh, what really makes a difference is something that's really interested me. I, I study a lot. I'm, I'm self-taught in a lot of areas and I love reading and I love researching and, and finding the newest and the latest uh, that really will make an impact on, on somebody's life. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I want to transition a little bit here because sure. of the fact that right at this point in time, there's two terms that you have mentioned quite a bit and it goes into what you're doing now and what you've been through. And I, I really want to make sure my audience understands this because sure. I've heard the term. All right. You say functional medicine. I've heard the term, but what does it really mean? All right. T tell, tell a simple guy like me, what right. does that mean? So my audience might understand it a little bit better. Well, functional medicine really looks at the entire body instead of just one area like cardiovascular, immunology, dermatology, et cetera, from a functional point of view. In other words, how is your body functioning now as opposed to where it should be functioning? And that's where a lot of testing comes in and, you know, looking at, uh, the digestive system and the hormone system and the neurological system and finding out where is the weak point, where's the, the gap and what is needed in order to improve uh, the function of that organ or organ system. So it, it's a holistic approach. Uh, it takes in consideration all fields of medicine and chiropractic and naturopathy and nutrition and you know, spirituality, everything it takes into consideration. So that's, that's really what the functional medicine is all about. And there's more and more doctors really now that are practicing that way than they did, you know, say 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
So the other term that you mentioned, this is probably closer related to what you do now, is the genetics. Now, right. now uh, let, let's break that down into simple terms so Tim understands and the audience might understand so we can help him. Right. So genetics is uh, what we are made up of. Every cell and um, uh, organ in our body is, you know, it's it's managed by genetics. Genetics, you could look, think of it as the blueprint mm. of our body, our DNA tells our body what it's going to do and what it's going to look like. You know, one area of genetics is, you know, what color hair are you going to have? Um, what color eyes are you going to have? Uh, and other areas of genetics tells us, uh, you know, in the area that I'm specializing in right now is how you're going to metabolize uh, drugs, uh, medication as your doctor gives you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, can you uh, utilize a particular prescription that your doctor gives you? And if you can, great. How much do you need to take? What's the dosage uh, to prevent what's called adverse drug events? Mm -hmm. um, that's an area called pharmacogenomics. Mm -hmm. I know that's another big term I'll break down, which basically means, uh, you know, a combination of pharmacy and genetics. So in other words, based on your genetics, can you take this particular drug? Can you? This I'm interested in. You got my attention now. Yeah. So this is the leading edge in genetics. The most well-researched area in genetics today is pharmacogenomics. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that's where we're leading the way in uh, in our company uh, to be able to do a simple swab test inside the mouth, in the cheek, send that into our lab, comes out with a report. And that report gets sent over to our licensed genetic counselors who then talks to you as a patient and says, Tim, this is what's happening with your genetics. And I see that you're taking these particular drugs. And this is something you should be talking to your doctor about because you can't metabolize this drug or you're a slow metabolizer. So you may need more of the medicine or you're a fast metabolizer. You may need less medicine or vice versa. So these are things that we can bring out in our testing. It's very valid. It's science-based, it's evidence-based. Mm -hmm. And uh, th this is what I'm enjoying doing right now is you know, uh, teaching about this and uh, educating but also testing and getting some results back that are real, real time that you and your physician and your pharmacist can work with. Mm -hmm. So, there, you know, we, we do a, a number of other tests, um, clinical tests. These are called clinical tests. You know, hereditary cancer is a clinical test. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but also we have some more fun tests like diet and exercise mm -hmm. and skin matching. You know, can your genes really tell you what diet you should be on? Uh, what, yeah, what kind of exercise you should be be doing based on your genetics? And the answer is yes, oh. it can. On the wow. skin match test, it can tell you, you know, if you need uh, more vitamins to improve your skin health, or what uh, what what substance might help you uh, to improve your skin, uh, improve elasticity wow. and, and longevity. Huh. So genetics is is really the leading edge in medicine today. Mm -hmm. And it comes under the title of Precision Medicine. Okay. Okay. Precision Medicine Initiative was set up in 2008 by the previous administration, by the Obama administration. And part of that precision medicine is genetics, mm -hmm. genetics and lifestyle. Cool. So we take that all into consideration when we are testing individuals and uh, reporting back to you. 
So, I mean, you 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 gave us an awful lot in there, Stephen. But I, I, I want to put a couple things in because I want to relate sure. it to my personal life because this sure. is just interesting. That number one, I I have a, a seizure disorder and I have been on an epileptic medicine since 1992. And my doctor has prescribed Tim, you need to take 300 milligrams of this medicine every day. Since 2000, I have lived on 200 milligrams a day with a correct diet. With you know what I mean, limiting my alcohol intake, limiting things that I that are, are bad for the body. The all the wearing spots have not been bad, but I have noticed things that react to it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't eat bananas. It's a weird thing. All right, I can eat bananas. All right, but it's like a really good marijuana high when I eat bananas. All right, sure. So that's a a reaction that probably you and genetics would have found and said, Tim, this is probably why it's messing with you. Right. Now that's the right. first. The first medication they put me on for seizures when I started to get them, I took the medication and in 45 minutes, I had 103 fever. I was dead tired. All I wanted to do was sleep. All right. And I would wake up in pain. Yeah. And like, that was like, I basically, I remember calling my doctor and go, I can't do this. I can't do this. If this means life for me, just kill me now. I don't want to deal with this every day to have to take this medication to not have a seizure. Right. And I remember we had to fight with them because we researched back then. We had limited internet in 1992 that we researched to find out Dilantin. And I said, can we try this drug? You know, now since then, I've had doctors come in two or three times. Well, we'd like to, we'd like to experiment with something new. And I'm like, this has worked since 1992. I really don't want to change the formula. Right. But now we have new things coming in where you come into hat. And, and I'm scared because of what the reaction was. In 1992, to that first drug, I'm scared to go get this vaccine. Right, right. I really and, am. And that's understandable. You know, uh, vaccine aside, the pharmacogenomics test will be able to determine the right drug for you mm-hmm. in the right dosage for the right person the first time. Exactly. So we're done with the trial and error. And the trial and error is what's gotten people in trouble. That's what's gotten physicians in trouble. This is huge. And it's huge. So, you know, the right drug for the right person the first time, that's that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, based on your results, based upon your genetic test, it will tell us whether you are slow metabolizer, fast metabolizer, normal metabolizer. Maybe you need an alternative medication mm-hmm. uh, to prevent what's called adverse drug events. Now, you had what I would call more of an allergic reaction, uh, mm-hmm. kind of a mild adverse drug reactions, but they can be as severe as death. Yeah. So this is one thing that we're, that we're helping is to prevent adverse drug events, prevent frequent visits to your physician or pharmacist, Mm -hmm. prevent emergency room visits, Mm -hmm. prevent hospitalizations and prevent mortality, prevent death as a result of that. Mm -hmm. And all in addition to that, reducing the cost for your healthcare. And that's really important especially with the companies, we work with a lot of very large companies called third-party administrators, mm-hmm. and they administer benefits for smaller companies, and they're all doing the test with us. Okay, okay. So we've got a, a very large uh, uh, group of individuals that are testing with us, and I'll tell you, the uh, some of the um, testimonials are, are just, uh, you know, amazing, you know, saying that, you know, I, I've been trying these drugs for years and I've told my doctor it doesn't work and he won't listen to me. And now I know why, 
mm. you know, saving lives. And um, well, you know, you, you bring it up. All right. And the way you're sharing this with me. OK, you've really intrigued me with this. You know, and here I, I, again, I, you and I have discussed. I don't have the knowledge in this stuff, <clears throat> but I had the basic knowledge to go, OK, uh, I had the, my last seizure I had was 2016. And it was a long day and I didn't take my medication. The problem with taking less medication is, all right, I can't go lengths and not right. take it. I learned that the hard way in 2016. Before that, my last seizure was 2001. All right. Back then my body was in its, you know, mid thirties and here it happens. I'm almost 50 and it happens. Boy, the body reacted a little yeah. bit different to a seizure. Oh yeah. But, like now I'm looking at this vaccine, all right? I'm not saying, I, personally, I've never been a fan of vaccines. I don't get the flu shot, things like that every year. I watch a lot of things I keep around my body. I did get COVID though, right? Mm -hmm. Not, And I'm not here to make this thing about COVID, but I did get it at Christmas time. For me, it was like a bad flu, all right? I didn't lose my right. smell or taste, right? I had a fever. Had to sit in the couch for a couple of days, exhausted, but like within six days, I was back up and going. Do I want to go take a vaccine? And could that vaccine, once it's in my system, be like that first time I took the drug? That's my worry. How many right. of your clients come to you with that's their worry? It may be this vaccine. It may be something else. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to get too much into vaccines either right yeah, now. I don't either. I don't blame, I'd like to avoid that subject altogether, but yeah. I'm using an example. Yeah. yeah. And I, I suggest, you know, you, you, you know, you speak to your physician about that, mm -hmm. but uh, the type of vaccine that we're dealing with now is, is the MRNA. So it's really a, a genetic uh, education to your cells. It's mm -hmm. not the actual live virus. Mm -hmm. So it mm -hmm. is different. Uh, I, you know, we don't have a test right now that can evaluate whether the vaccine will uh, attack you a different way because of your genetics. Mm -hmm. We don't know that yet. So, mm -hmm. you know, I can't really speak intelligently to that. And I don't want to give your your listeners. Oh, I don't, yeah, 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 please. Yeah, no. we're not going to we're not going to give you this. By the way, this is our, our disclaimer. We're not giving you facts. You need to actually talk. And, us one and, and I'm not giving you any medical advice. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, so that is but, a disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. But I, I wanted to use that as an example, all right? Are you yeah. having people come to you? Maybe it's not the virus, but maybe it's something or something else in their lives. They're going, well, you know, Dr. Steven, I, I don't know if I want to change my lifestyle. Let's use let's use this. I mean, I, a side effect of the medicine I'm on, another one, is I went through deep depression spells in the early 2000s. Right. You know, um, I remember the doctor saying, well, we need to get you on an antidepressant. I'm like, so I'm going to take a drug to help with a side effect of a drug I'm taking. I'm sorry. I, I'm like, no, I want to find a way to get around this. I want right. to see my body. How can I figure out this? And I assume that's what your clients are coming going. Hey, wait a minute. Before I load seven drugs into my body, I want to know what this is doing to me. Right. Well, not only that, but can your body metabolize it? In other yeah. words, can it digest it for lack of a better word? Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about, you know, uh, psychotropic drugs, which are the medications for depression, anxiety, things like that. That's the most well-researched area in pharmacogenomics today because it can take upwards to two years to find the right antidepressant for an individual. Oh, wow. That has been the traditional trial and error. You know, I'm going to give you Prozac and I'm going to give you this, uh, this dosage, but, you know, let's see you in a month. Mm -hmm. And a month comes by and eh, didn't really do it. Okay, we're going to bump that up a little bit. That didn't really do it. Well, let's change it to 
you know, Celexa, or let's change it to something else. So the genetic test, the pharmacogenomic test will target what you can metabolize right away, as well as the dosage. Mm -hmm. So this is a really exciting area of, of medicine today is the, you know, the, the genetics and finding out what you can and can't metabolize. The other thing to be, you know, considering is there are certain medications that, you know, you should not be eating certain foods with, such as mm -hmm. the bananas for, you know, you reacted to that. In my case, it was bananas, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but I get, that's a great example for the, okay. Right. And, and grapefruit is another one that uh, affects various medications. So again, talking to your physician, talking to your pharmacist about that and looking at your genetic report to determine, you know, what, what can I metabolize? What can't I metabolize? Mm -hmm. You know, I've got an interesting story that, that I like to tell uh, similar, you know, to what you went through here, Tim. Um, I, and I, I'll, I'll give you the story that I usually present, and that is that uh, we had a patient uh, whose uh, uh, father had his first heart attack at the age of 56, mm -hmm. and he went through various uh, stints and balloon catheterizations and quad bypass, and unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 72. So his son was very concerned about this years ago and saw his physician and found that well, you know, he's got cholesterol problems and let's get him on a statin drug. And and the statins didn't work for him. Mm -hmm. He ended up with muscle aches. And these are just, you know, mild adverse drug events, uh, drug reactions. But uh, the doctor kept changing medications, says you've got to be on a statin. You've got to be on a statin. Well, long story short, after 30 years, uh, he finally um, was uh, talking to his cardiologist and said, you know, there's a new genetic test out called pharmacogenomics. Let's run this test on you and find out maybe you can't metabolize statins. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, he could not. He had a genetic variant on what's called PCSK9. It's a gene. And because of that, he was not able to extract the cholesterol out of his liver. So the doctor put him on a new medication called Preluent. And within two months, his total cholesterol dropped from about 300 to 130. Wow. His HDL went up, his LDL went down, and his risk of having a heart attack over the next 10 years went from 24% to less than 7%. Mm. What's interesting about the story to me is that patient that I'm talking about is me. Oh, wow. That was me about three years ago. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, Tim, it, it, uh, it changed my life. It changed my life. It changed the life of my family recognizing that I finally got onto the medication that can help me mm -hmm. and will reduce my risk of a heart attack. So this is really, really important to me because I, you know, I'm sharing this with my kids too and letting them know, and we've gotten all the kids tested and sure enough, you know, they've got a similar variant that if and when they need medication to reduce their cholesterol, we know what they need to do. Mm. So that's kind of a preemptive approach that we like to take also, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, instead of somebody coming to me and saying, well, I'm on all these medications, let's get tested. Why not testing everybody when they're younger, when they're not on medication, that if in the future they need medication, mm -hmm. they've already got the report. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they can present it, to, present it to the doctor, present it to the pharmacist right away, and they'll know right away what medications they should be on. So, so in saying that, you're saying although so the genetics doesn't change, of a person doesn't change as we get older. 
Correct. That's what you're saying, right? Correct. The genetics do not change, but how they're expressed can. Okay. Okay. So yeah, then yes, we would we we should get that measure. I mean, I've been on medication since I was 25 years old. Yeah. I mean, on a regular pill. Now my my father died at 72 70 years of age. At 70 years of age, he had a um, or 60, 69 years of age, he had a heart bypass. And he was on medication and he felt good. So like I have another brother who's all into how many things I can do holistic. And he was taking this powder that was like a supplement type powder. And he's like, I feel good. I don't need the medication. And one day he had what he thought was a back pain. And he goes into get a massage because he has a back pain and dies in the massage table. And okay. just below the bypass, it clogged back up. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I mean, it's. It's interesting because his mother died because she refused to take her medication. His father died of a heart attack at 42 years of age. I mean, well, I've been watching my heart. I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate. My dad didn't have a problem losing in his 60s. Right. I've been watching my heart through my 40s and 50s because my grandfather had. You know what I mean? And watching right, that right. stuff because that's all I've gone off of. I've not gone off of genetics. Sure. I've gone off of, well, granddad did. Great granddad. Dad did. You know, that's what we've been off of. Are you now saying that we may be able to, instead of, well, it's not up to what your dad had, but man, now it's up to you. Right, right. So it's, it's up to you because, you know, we also have, we've got to take into consideration lifestyle change as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just your genetics. And that's why I said, you know, your genes can be expressed differently. And that's mm -hmm. based upon your lifestyle. It's based upon what you eat. If you're exercising, where you live, the amount of stress that you're living with, how you take care of your stress. Um how you take care of your body. Mm -hmm. So these, all these external factors are really important to take into consideration besides the medication. Mm. Wow. You know, and, and I tried different diets and I tried different uh, supplements to change my cholesterol and it just, it just wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had to be on this medication. There was no alternative. And, and granted, you know, I've, uh, I think I've got a pretty good lifestyle. I exercise regularly. I, I'm a vegetarian. I take my vitamins and, you know, try to reduce my stress as much as possible, as much as we can. Mm -hmm. uh, but even with all that into consideration, it was my genes. Wow. Wow. That was making the difference. Now, it, it, you're going to funny when you say genes. All right. I'm going to tell you when I was younger, uh, I knew people in radio when I was younger. And um, what was that? Uh, Dr. Oh, she's a, she's a, she's a like sex doctor of some sorts. Is it Dr. Dr. Ruth? Dr. Dr. Yes. Ruth. Yes. She was on one of the radio stations that like I was friends with the guys. So like I call in in the middle of the night and just like, we made up something that I was going to ask to, to do it. And she said, um, I, like, I forget what it was, but she's like, it sounds like a problem in your genes. Like, and, I, and we're like, you know what I mean? Jeans. He, she says, yeah, like the jeans you wear, take them off. It might help. <laughs> Little different, spelled with a J instead of a G. But <laughs> no, yeah. We, yeah, right. But, but my friends who was running the show, all right, having her on and having me on, like, you know what I mean? We, we never expected that comment out of her, but we were setting her up for something funny. And she said that, all right. And my friend called me up and he goes, so you, that's become a joke for us for years. So you take your jeans off now, right? It helps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That, when you said that, that just came to mind. I was right. like, I don't know. I was right. 20 years old at the time we did that. That was a stunt we pulled on a radio one then. Yeah. Um, well, you know, some of the things you said here are interesting. And um, some of the things that I've started to do, and, you know, I'm very close with my 
I shouldn't say she's really not really a doctor. She's a physician's assistant at my doctor's office. And I've been seeing her, gosh, seven, eight years now. Right. And it's like everything I do, I go into her. I said, well, I want to do this with a holistic approach. In other words, if I don't have to take a drug to do it, I want to know what I got to change. You, you got to tell me, Tim, you know, uh, you can't drink beer anymore. Okay. I'm going to not drink beer anymore. I'm going to take that out of my life. Right. As opposed to, well, yeah, you can keep doing everything you want, but you got to take this, you know, here's a stack of pills you got to take. I don't want to do that with my life. So she understood that. Right. One of the doctors that worked there for a, for a while, and because I was a motorcyclist and he was, he came in one day and did the testosterone test. All right. And like basically it's like, well, we got to put you on this testosterone stuff. And like they give it to me in bottles and needles. And I'm like, right. if I'm going to poke myself with a needle every day, I'm a, I, if I have to to live, I'm a dead man. I can't do it. I just can't. All right. It is hard for me. Yeah, so I'm like, right. okay, that threw that all out. So I ain't going to do that. Right. But she talks to me about my, my, through this, through having COVID about what vitamins I need. Like I've started taking zinc and, and, and D D three D three. Right. Yeah, that, that she's, those are two things that your body is lacking in. She does that because we have a relationship and we talk, right? I'm sure the genetics would probably tell you, well, Tim, these is, this is what's lacking in your body and why you need it. If you're on that medication, is that, is that correct? Well, yes. And actually you bring up an, uh, a, a great point there. And, uh, another area that we do testing in, in, in diet and exercise, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you talk about, well, maybe you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. In the diet and exercise uh, genetic test, it will actually tell you if you can metabolize alcohol, mm -hmm. if you're a fast metabolizer. In other words, you know, you can drink, you know, uh, 20 beer a day and you don't feel it because you metabolize it very quickly. Whereas people that are slow metabolizer will have one beer and they're drunk for three hours, you know. Um, okay, I'm the fast metabolizer on that, Stephen. I'm just saying that because, um, like, I have a moonshine bar in my office. Okay, I'm just saying right. I got family history on that specific industry. Anyway, go it. on. <laughs> and the other is, you know, following that, I hate to say it, but you know, it looks at addictions. You know, yeah. are you likely to be addicted, uh, whether it's to to drugs or or alcohol or or what have you, uh, it also looks at your vitamins. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you have a gene that does not allow you to metabolize vitamin D, mm -hmm. and let's say you're taking a thousand micrograms of, or uh, international units of vitamin D every day, you may have to take 10,000 units. Oh, wow. So it will tell you that. It'll look at your essential fatty acids, uh, fish oils, uh, vitamin C, uh, vitamin B, uh, B12. Uh, there's a, a, a really well-known gene that has been talked about probably the last 10 years or so. It's called MTHFR. Mm -hmm. And the MTHFR gene tells us that uh, if you have a variant, you may have a propensity to have uh, an elevated what's called homocysteine level, which is a cardiovascular inflammatory marker that could lead to cardiac problems. Mm -hmm. So if you've got the MTHFR variant, you may need to take more B12 and folic acid. So the diet and exercise report is another excellent, excellent report that uh, again, is easily taken uh, and gives you kind of a blueprint to live by. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it looks at, looks at the way you exercise, you know, 
Do you benefit from endurance exercise? Do you benefit more from um, weightlifting than you do running or vice versa? I don't do either. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't say it tells you to do it. It says what you benefit from. Um, but uh, it's just, just kidding. But, um, you know, that's a, that's a really, really cool report as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's one thing that, that you know, I, I, there's one question I always like to finish up with, but I'm going to ask a different question before I do that. And that is when people say genetics, I have heard this many a time. Now I have a, I have three, two stepsons and a daughter and my oldest stepson has chosen that he is, he's a gay man. When people say genetics, is there a genetics test to say they're going to be gay? No. Okay. No, there is not. There is no gay gene. <laughs> I now, you know, there's people who I have. A, I have a large audience of people who are, yeah. are gay, and I personally, I, I don't condemn them for it. Right. But when I hear doctors or I hear people on TV say, "Well, they're 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 this," and I'm like, I, I don't see that. Yeah. You know, so I well, wanted to I mean, ask that, and yeah, yeah. Not that we know of today. I mean, we've we've uh, sequenced the entire genome, but. We don't know everything about every gene today. We just know a very small amount, you know, about 3% of the entire genome. So you, so you think there, there, maybe someday they might come up with it, but you're probably not seeing it in your lifetime. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't know. Nothing wrong with it. All right. Yeah, everybody's entitled to figure it out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Go experiment. We all did in college, right? <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well, uh, you know, Dr. Stephen, I do like to ask this question of all of my guests, all right? When I was a young man at 21 years of age, I had a boss at a part-time job. I worked a full-time job and a part-time job. And the boss at the part-time job, I was having an issue there. And I asked for advice on how to do the job. And he gave me advice that turned out to be life advice. And that was, he said, Tim, when you're here, I want you to run this business like you own it. Which caused Tim Gillette to take action in his life and take ownership of everything he does. Did someone give you some advice when you were younger? Might have been a, this is how you get through this advice, but you implement it in your life as a life advice until this day, you still live by it. And what is that advice? You, you know, that's a good question. And this is something that I've talked to my kids about for years. They're all, they're all growing up kids now, but you know, I've always said, follow your passion, mm -hmm. follow your passion, follow your purpose. The money will follow. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they've all taken it to heart. Mm -hmm. um, and the other advice is never, ever, ever, ever give up. Yeah. Never give up on your dreams. Never give up on your passion. Never give up on your purpose. Um, you know, fight through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether you've got bad days or good days, we got a lot of bad days. We've always had, we've all had bad days, you know, getting to where we are today. Mm -hmm. But you just muscle through it. And you realize that, you know, to get to where you want isn't necessarily an easy path. Mm, mm. And we want to, you know, we want to follow our purpose, but nobody's going to hand it to you. You know, the cavalry is not coming. It's up to you. <laughs> it is. Right. If it's going to be, it's up to me. And, and if you want to be an entrepreneur and, and follow your, your purpose in life, that's what it's going to be. If you want to follow the corporate world, that's your choice. If you, you want to go off and, and, and study, uh, uh, you know, uh, genetics and, and change the world, that's it's right. up to you, right? That's yeah. right. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, my oldest son, he's uh, he's in the banking business. My middle son is a musician. My daughter, she just started her own company in, you know, digital media and content creation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody's followed their path and they're they're enjoying what they're doing. And that's what it's all about. My wife's a caterer. You know, we're all kind of entrepreneurs. It's quite all quite different businesses. So it is. Yeah. My two bo- my two boys are in like IT security and my daughter is a ghostwriter. So she's written stuff that you have no idea that was her that written it. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe I used her on my book. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she wrote, maybe she wrote your book. No, but she does. She writes other people's books. That's what she does. That's great. um, Yeah. It's, that's a very lucrative field, but I couldn't do it because I have to take, I have to go, well, I did that. (laughs) I have a problem with that. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Dr. Stephen, what is the best website that people can find out more about you and find out more about these tests and what you guys are doing? Yeah, you can go to, to our website at Cygenics. That's C-Y-G-E-N-E-X.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, in there, you'll find all the information that I just shared with you today. And also, we got a free download for, for all of your listeners. Okay, okay. Um, so they can go there, check okay. everything out. Well, I appreciate that. All right. And I appreciate you coming on the show today. My but pleasure. Before you, but before you go, I got a little quiz for you. All right. <laughs> Nine questions, this or that. I like to end my, I like to end things on a high note. I mean, but come on, we've had a pretty high note show today. Yeah. So, but yeah. uh, I want to end on a high note. Uh, you're willing to play a game, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Nine questions. I give you two choices. You tell me, maybe we have a conversation. Maybe we don't. Let's see. Number one. Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, gosh, I have to say Star Wars. My wife and I have been getting into it lately. We've been looking at all the series. Oh, cool. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I was never into any of it until I was in my mid-40s. Yeah. And then I'm like, now I'm into all of it. And like, even now I watch the Star Trek. I'm still more Star Wars, but I still watch the Star Treks when they come up. Yeah, yeah. Um, If you had to pick a superhero, Superman or Batman? I would say Superman. I grew up with Superman. Mm-hmm. Like hey, did you watch? Did you watch the series in the early '90s called Lois and Clark? No, unfortunately, I did not. I got the I got a chance to be interviewed by Dean Kane, and we talked about him being on the show. Yeah, it's cool. Very cool. He's my favorite Superman. That's yeah. I told him. Yeah. Um, if you go to watch movies with your family, are you watching comedies or dramas? Probably comedies. Yeah. I'm done with some of the dramas nowadays. I'm kind of done with them. To yeah, yeah. There's too much. Too yeah, much drama. Moving, let's move into food products. Hamburger or taco? And I think I know where this is going because you gave us a hint earlier. Uh, impossible burger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was so that you, one of the choices? Oh, okay. I, I was expecting the vegan taco, really. But you, yeah. the impossible burger is an option. I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, And I've, I've, not, I've not tried them. I know Burger King was touting them. I've still not tried one. All right. I think I did yeah, like right. a, like a, one of the patties, the chicken patties once that was like not impossible, but it was another brand that was same thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, how about beer or wine? Oh, that's a toss up. It depends who I'm with. Mm. With my buddies, it's beer. With my, my wife, it's uh, it's wine. But yeah, when you have beer, you're not having like, you know, Keystone Light, though, are you? No. I'm, if I'm having a beer, I'm having a good beer. Yeah, exactly. I'm having a wine. I'm having a good wine. Come on. I'm, right. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not drinking this stuff to get drunk. I want to taste. <laughs> want to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
Again, but I have a moonshine bar and a whiskey bar, a whiskey downstairs and bourbons. I love tasting. I love. I don't love to see that someday, Tim. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, 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 I'm, I taste. Well, this is iced tea, but usually I have a cup like this. I don't even put th that much in it. Yep. Of a bourbon, I sip on it for an hour, hour and a half, no ice, and I love the taste of it. But I'm not like a, I'm not right. a shot guy. I just, right. it's not me. I can't do that anymore. So, next one here. If you're going to the movies, popcorn or candy? Popcorn. Popcorn? Are you the butter? Like you got to do it up? No, I don't like the butter. You don't, don't like, like the, butter. the butter? Just give me the salt, and uh, I'm fine. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. If you're riding in the car, do you listen to a podcast or music? Both, actually. Um, there's a lot of great genetic podcasts that I learned from, so I listen to that. But I also love my music. I love the old uh, rock and roll, and I I love my son's EDM music. So it's it's a whole range. Cool, cool. So yeah, I don't know if you know, my business coach uh, used to work for Axl Rose. He was Axl Rose's manager on the big tour. His son is now in a band that played at uh, Lollapalooza. And his son, the, 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 he's, his son is the drummer and the bass player is the bass player's son from Metallica. That's very cool. Yeah, it's like music is like huge for him yeah. and his family. So um, the next two are the controversial ones. In your house, does the toilet paper go over on the roll or under? <laughs> Well, it depends who you're talking to. <laughs> I love these answers. If you're talking to me, it's over. Yeah. If you're talking to my wife, I think I slowly converted her, but it was under. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We have two bathrooms, right? <laughs> Downstairs bathroom, which is the, you know, off of our bedroom. Yeah. That one there is over. Upstairs, yep. it's sitting on the back of the toilet because I really don't care. <laughs> This is my office bathroom. I don't yeah. care. Yep. But but we rebuilt well, like we bought the condo in 2018 and we totally rebuilt it. The only room in the house we didn't redo is the office bathroom. It's still the way the house looked. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's an office bathroom. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so my last one, and yes, I have this conversation with men, even though I've had it with women as to what they prefer, but men, it's usually what they're wearing. Boxers or briefs. They're boxer briefs. Oh, yeah, that's what I wear. <laughs> and I have had a 45-minute conversation with a guy one time about what we wear and why we wear it and how long we've worn right. it for. Yeah. Only I could do that on a business podcast. <laughs> that's great. Well, uh, you know, it's been great having you, uh, you know, Dr. Stephen, on the show today. One more time, repeat the website so people can find you. Come get that free sure. gift. It's cygenics.com. That's C-Y-G-E-N-E-X.com. Very simple and to the point. Cool, cool. Hey, I thank you, Stephen, for coming in today. Really, it's well, been thank you, Tim. To, to, to it's a lot of fun. You live on air. So, thank you. To you, the guest, I want to say thank you for being here and tuning in today. All right. If it's your first time watching our show or listening, make sure you subscribe our YouTube channel as well as where you get your podcast. I'm Tim Gillette. I'll be back real soon with another great guest. In the meantime, go check out Dr. Stephen. He's a cool guy. And man, He's got a ton of information, and he only gave a little bit here. Go check him out. I'll see you next time, guys. Have a great day.